0: Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's It's the the feed. feed. It's the feed. Look, I personally didn't think this was actually a problem, but I guess Streetsy Ice Cream Company have come up with a solution for an issue that I didn't think existed, and that is that they've created smaller snack-sized versions of Golden Gay Time for those, and I quote here in their media release, for those who find the full-size ice cream too big to finish. No, I don't agree. Who have they polled?
1: No, that's like the... remember Who? The, No, they they haven't polled anybody. That's just a marketing scheme. You know, Cornetto's come out with a little mini version. Yeah, the mini... Who needs a mini I know, version of Cornetto? You just make you have three. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That's it.
1: A, a gay time is not big enough...
0: I could eat a box of the four Cornettos. No dramas. Oh, easy. easy.
1: I love a Cornetto. Yeah. I love an ice cream, to be honest, especially a luxury one. But um, gay times are not too
0: big to finish. No, I know. What is that? They come in a bag of 16. What? Bag of 16. Okay, but what size are they? Oh, they're snack size. They're golden gay time bites. And they're going to be rolled out in supermarkets over the coming weeks. They're bite-sized ice creams of the vanilla golden gay time with the popular biscuit crumbs that have been out since 1959.
1: Is that how long they've been out for? Yeah, it's
0: been a very long time. That's a lot of decades of us being gay. Well, I'm not going to buy them.
1: I'm telling you now.
0: Nope, just the normal size ones and and the normal variety as well. None of these weird... Oh, there's a rainbow flavoured one. I saw it. Birthday cake. That's it, yes. The birthday okay. cake... I mean, I have to admit, it caught my eye. It, it's, I've tried it, it. It's pops of colour. Yeah, but no. it's not oh,
1: bad. I've tried oh, all it. Right. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my sister gets it for her kids. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. But I mean, give me a Magnum or a Cornetto any day.
0: Yeah, is that what you go with? Yes. That's your default ice cream. Like, if you were there at the ice cream freezer... And you could pick any ice cream, like without thinking about it, what do you reach for?
1: I definitely reach for like the triple chop Cornetto or Drumstick. Okay. But I also like, you know that one that has like, it's like a cookies and cream Magnum kind of one?
0: Yeah. uh, I can't remember what brand it it is. The Connoisseur? (laughs) Yes. Is that it? Yes, Yes. it is. I am a connoisseur. uh, The Connoisseur buys the Connoisseur brand naturally. if you're spending
1: $8 for an ice cream at the Servo anyway, you might as well get a good one.
0: Uh, Look, I agree Totally. Um, the street's marketing manager, Annie Lichetti, says shareable bite sized treats have exploded in different market segments. Have they? Mm-hmm. And the manufacturer is thrilled to launch this new ice cream category, which they're going to be doing more of over the next couple of months. So we're going to see more bite sized varieties. You know
1: what I'm still waiting for? What? And I saw it on social media ages ago little ends of the drumstick ice oh, creams that, that are just the chocolate yes. bits but where are they? I've not seen them in any supermarket. Yeah, nah maybe that goes to show how popular bite sized things are because they're not
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're not it's like the bubble o bill I liked how they bought out the bucket of his noses
1: no, that chewy gum is awful
0: yeah, good point you got me there 643 It's the song I sing every time I get new glasses, Suddenly I See from Katie Tunstall. You mean
2: when you just put your glasses on? Yes. Like, just then you clean them, you're like, suddenly I see?
0: That's it. It was was just synergy, I tell you. (laughs) How are you, Ames?
2: Fabulous. How are you?
0: Very well. Mm. Although, I'm better now. I was very perplexed yesterday afternoon. Why? I saw a guy literally drive two doors to the Chinese restaurant... Get out, get his Chinese, hop back in, drive two doors down, get his sports bag, get his Chinese and walk into the house.
2: Maybe he's got, like, a condition. Eh.
0: Too much money at the moment with the fuel prices. I am I saw that might driving into town today. Who can drive? $1.99.9. The E10. Even in the 80s when the fuel prices were like 30 cents a <laughs> litre, you wouldn't drive two doors to the Chinese restaurant right. and get your food. And then I... I is Have we got... Is Elon Musk or the Amazon fella Jeff Bezos, are they in town? Was that Maybe. him in disguise Ooh, getting Chinese knows. in Tamworth who to knows. lay low? I, you know
2: what I also want to know? All these people speeding in the morning. You can't afford to speed? Yeah, no, have you, you, can't you seen afford- petrol prices? Yeah.
0: You can't? know how, What are you doing? How far is too far to walk?
2: I don't like walking across the road to Zorafis, but I wouldn't drive there.
0: Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. I bust one of our old sales reps here. Yeah. Drive to Zorafis. But yeah, he did tell through? me... Yeah, well, that because the the dining room was closed at the Fair time enough, yeah. so I, I went okay that's that's all right that's all right if the drive, if the dining room was open and you're literally driving to do the drive through and then coming back to work Yep. you'd you'd be on the radio but right now it's not just a
2: simple like drive across the road up you got to go all the way down yep, got to go around the roundabout it's a journey
0: it is a full on journey it's it probably
2: is. a 5k drive <laughs> <laughs> when it's just there
0: i don't know what my, my i i reckon in, in our vicinity of work. Yes. I think any of these direct buildings across from 92.9. Yeah. So, like the big golden guitar, McDonald's, Subway.
2: Oh, Subway's getting a f- pretty far down there.
0: Yeah, that, that's about the, the furthest I'll walk. Anything further than that, I'll, I'll drive. But two doors to get Chinese? That's yeah, no. Nah. Come on. Nah.
2: Unless they've got like a f- leg condition and can't walk.
0: Look, the guy was getting a sports bag yeah. out of his back. It was a packed sports bag. Okay. I'm assuming full of gym gear. Yep. So he he He's was. Yeah. He's probably thinking, I'm down yeah. to
2: the gym. I can
0: get Chinese. Yeah, I can get Chinese and drive to get <laughs> it." <laughs> Twenty one. How far is too far to walk? I'd love love to know your thoughts on that one. An
2: inspiring evening presented by Road. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Townworth.
0: Were you a bit of a climber when you were a kid? See, I reckon kids are either climbers or not climbers. This is probably not surprising. I, I was not a tree climber, a fence climber. I didn't do any of that stuff. I think I was petrified from all the horror stories I'd heard from other kids in the playground. Uh, of them breaking their arms and collarbones and everything else under the sun. So I think that just put me off ever climbing. That's obviously where my fear of heights came from. Uh, A school called police after a young pupil was obviously a bit of a climber and climbed a fence and started walking home during playtime. This happened at the Heathfields Infant Academy in the suburb of Tamworth Staffordshire. It's now put additional measures in place. It's also increasing the size of the fence from five feet to six feet. That'd do it. I reckon a bit of barbed wire or tiger wire at the top of it might be needed as well. The school sent staff to get the child and police were called as well. The age of the child was not known. The school said, while well, this has never happened before, once is too many times. A spokesperson for the school said the pupil managed to climb one of the school's perimeter fences during playtimes. The actions were spotted by staff and by the time staff managed to get around to the other side of the fence, the pupil had started to walk the short distance to their home. In line with their processes, the police were immediately called and staff were sent to get the child. Thankfully, the child was back in school within minutes. Obviously, the teacher that went to retrieve the pupil obviously was like me and wasn't a climber either because there was a bit of a delay there in getting the kid. But all is well. I don't know whether the extra feet on the fence will be enough. But anyway, that's what's going on in our city of Tamworth, Staffordshire. With letters from Tamworth, we'll do another one next week at 92.9. 18 past 7 at 92.9 with Justin Bieber's Ghost. And JB here thanks Country Auto's GWM Havel. Bridge Street, West Tamworth. Lovely day. 27 for our maximum. Beautiful weekend as well, 14 degrees overnight, and then 28 tomorrow, 28 Sunday, so much going on around the place as well, this is really like the first mammoth weekend of events I reckon we've had, definitely before the D strain of COVID-19, but maybe even going back two years, to be honest with you, so much going on, the Manila show gets underway this afternoon, runs all weekend. Uh, They've got the FMX display as well. Fireworks this evening as well. Get out there and enjoy that one. The Viper Creek Band is on at the Krindai RSL this evening. They've had to push that one back a couple of times, but great to see the guys finally getting here and performing tonight at the Krindai RSL. Fiesta La Peel, of course, on tomorrow between 3 and 8. You can get out there and enjoy all the food from right around the world and just you know gouge yourself on stuff and then Lie down in the beautiful Bicentennial Park there and just, you know, sleep it off in the sun for a little bit. That's on tomorrow between 3 and 8. Tom Berlinson, if you want a bit of swing and action, he's on at West's tomorrow from 8 o'clock. Walk and Talk for Life. If you really want to burn off the food from Fiesta Appeal the night before, uh, you can do that with the guys at Walk and Talk for Life. They meet at 8.45 in Bicentennial Park. They walk and talk about the life's trials and tribulations and then have a barbecue as well. And the Collectibles Fair is on at Currabubula at the uh, the Memorial Hall there between 9 and 4... On Sunday, they've got various coins and stamps and other collectibles there. And evaluations done as well. So if you've got some old coins and collectibles sitting around and you want to get the value on those, get down there and see the guys there. All the details about those events and plenty of others. I told you there was heaps on. I mean, would I lie to you, honestly? All the details on our events page right now. Thanks so much to the team at Centerpoint Tamworth. Your home of movies, bowling, and family fun in Tamworth. And of course, if those events... Don't do your fancy. Lots of great movies on at the moment. Belfast is getting rave reviews. The Batman as well. I've heard great things about that. Don't worry about Robert Patterson in his Twilight days. He's moved on from that. He plays a great Batman. So check that one out at the Forum 6 Cinema. And of course, bowling and all the fun of the arcades up there as well at Center Point Tamworth. Come experience- Tammy Tainsley, workplace culture and leadership expert, joins me for a chat this morning. Tammy, thank you so much for your time. How are you?
3: I'm well, JB. How are
0: you? Very well, thank you. We're going to chat about the toxic five, as you label it, because often, mm. especially at the moment, people are leaving workplaces, it seems like, post-COVID-19, just in droves. And when it comes down to it, it's not really been about the pay or the flexibility. It comes down to something that I guess is surprising, but not really all that surprising either, and that's toxic culture.
3: Yeah. Look. So, as you say, um, you know, perhaps this is really not that surprising at all. Um, but we know that people are leaving, particularly in the US, um, in their absolute millions. So it's been, been dubbed the, the Great Resignation, and that's certainly starting to filter over a bit, bit over into Australia as well. And I think, as you say, you know, what, what when we first heard about this kind of great resignation, we thought, oh, maybe it's about COVID, maybe it's about pay, you know, all sorts of, of things that we were thinking about. What what, what could this be about? Um, but there are some really clever folks um, in the US who really deep dived into to why people are leaving. Um, and they're saying, sure, all of that probably um, provides a bit of context for it. And certainly COVID has made people look at their lives. Um, And when they've looked at their lives and looked at their workplaces, they've said, actually, I don't want to work in a workplace that's got toxic culture. And actually, if I've got a choice, then I'm going to leave. And so toxic corporate culture is 10 times more likely to drive someone resigning than their pay.
0: I'm not surprised by that. What is sort of the toxic five, Tammy, that we should look out for?
3: Yeah. Look. So. Um, so that, again, they did this real deep dive into. They went to Glassdoor, which is a um, a website where um, ex-employees can can put in um, reviews of of um, companies. And they did this massive deep dive into, into um, the data around what makes the toxic culture. The toxic side they came up with is, first and foremost, non-inclusive. So if you don't feel like you, you're fit, either um, because of a, you know, a, a diversity issue or you just don't fit, um, you're not going to feel good. Um, secondly, disrespectful. So if you've got a culture where you don't feel respected, where your manager or where the organisation doesn't, doesn't treat you um, respectfully... That, that contributes to toxic culture. Um, unethical, dishonest, that probably goes without saying. It, it probably doesn't feel good if your, your organisation is doing things that you know are not right. Yeah. Um, the fourth one is cutthroat, so if people are really kind of crawling over each other to, to advance, um, that, that doesn't, um, doesn't make for a good culture. Yeah. And lastly, and I think probably the most surprising piece to me about this was that it was the fifth one, um, is abusive management. So I, I suspected that would be in there, but I was surprised yeah. that it was the, the fifth one. So if you've got a manager who abuses you, and, you know, we know that there are some horrible stats around bullying and harassment in the workplace, that contributes as well to, to, toxic, um, to toxic culture.
0: And obviously having a bad culture at work, it, it, it's got some massive um, flow-on effects as well for, you know, the reputational company of uh, reputational damage of the company, um, you know, time-wasting the rest of it.
3: Absolutely. So brand, reputation, you've absolutely nailed it. That's massive for the company. Um, but also in terms of for those that stay, there is a huge amount of research now that shows that people get sick in these sort of environments, um, either from a physical or from a mental perspective, so they're taking more time off, yeah. their productivity decreases, um, and there's just general disengagement. So that has a flow-on effect to customer service and all sorts of other things. So, you know, it's, it's really an area that people, that organisations need to, to have a look at. And when you've got, as you say, 10 times the amount, 10 yeah. people are 10 times more likely to leave, that's telling you something. That's, that's have, a look at, have a look at your culture and see what's
0: going on. Yeah, exactly. Tammy, thank you so much for the chat. Really interesting. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Thanks, JB.
0: By the way, Bunnings this afternoon, they're doing a sausage sizzle nationwide for the flood relief as well. So sounds good. That's where I'll be this afternoon.
2: I, I might come too, and I'll probably end up with more plants.
0: <laughs> of course.
2: I can't go to Bunnings and not buy anything.
0: <laughs> no, I know, I have a
2: problem, okay? <laughs>
0: you do, you have an addiction. I
2: haven't, look, it could after. be worse things. Well,
0: no, that's very true. That's what so I say point. to
2: my mum, I'm like, it could be drugs.
0: That's what my doctor says every time when I say, my only fault is that I drink way too much coffee. Which obviously, as you heard earlier on in yeah. the week, I try to kick that, and that didn't work so didn't well, did it? it no. But I mean, could be worse. <laughs> Worst thing is I could be addicted to. So I'm, i yes. think I'm doing okay. That's why I keep telling myself. Anyway, what's your go-to uh, when you if you go to Bunnings or someone's barbecue for a sausage? How what? What's your how how do you do it?
2: Piece of bread and sausage and some
0: barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yeah. No onion.
2: I don't like onion. It's oh, a texture okay. thing.
0: Ah, interesting. I don't. I, didn't, I asked Chris yesterday, he does it with sausage, barbecue sauce, and asparagus. Oh my god, you bet so, me to it! Very good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll announce the winner next of our Instagram pick of the week, right after this. From Callum Scott. That is lost frequencies and Callum Scott here at ninety two point nine. Our Instagram pick of the week: fifty bucks to spend a Bay Park. Photo roads was our theme this yes, week. Yes,
2: and it was very, It's been very hard it, to been, choose a winner.
0: It has. It's been very tough. So many awesome entries this week. Can, can, we, can we
2: do some honourable mentions? Of
0: course. Yeah. yeah you so took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to mention that. Took
2: the words right. Who sings that? Meatloaf. There we go. The late great Meatloaf. The
0: late great. All right. Meatloaf. So we've got some honourable mentions. I'm going to do
2: those right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: Anita Manuel's f- uh, photo. I'm pretty sure it's the road out of the Westdale Road. Yeah, after I- the floods. I should floods. know. I drive it twice a day. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> beautiful sunset. A photo of that. Also, Neil Grayson's um, the Seacliff Bridge. Which yes, is down past Sydney. Uh, it's a road I really want to go see. Uh, there's another one up here. I like somewhere. the one from
0: Lisa in Canberra. Of oh, course, yes. Australia's. Most powerful city. Yes. Um, looking down the road to Parliament House.
2: And Jackie Tanner's one. Honourable mention for that one. I really like that. I'm pretty sure that's another local road.
0: Can you explain it to me? Uh, sell it with. Sell okay, it with sell water. it. Okay. Yeah, paint there's paint a picture with words. Beautiful
2: pastel colours. It's obviously like, just rain. The road is a bit wet, and there's reflections.
0: Oh, I like those type uh, of photos.
2: Low clouds on the mountains. Yeah. Doing my S A S
0: M R don't i hate that stuff <laughs>
2: don't no that's I, I really enjoy that photo um, angela porters another honorable mention for her photo of uluru yes that was great. the silver city highway to 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 t- t- yeah. i've never heard of that place nah. uh, that looks like it could be in america but the winner. The winner. Let me scroll all the way back down.
0: We might have to do a, um over the weekend, we might have to post all the honourable mentions ones yeah, as well. Yeah, I think a that's a good album. idea.
2: You guys did good this week. Yeah, very good. But a very big congratulations to Ashley Roach, the driving back from Boggy. Big storm looks like, I can never say his name, Jerry Bruckheimer.
0: Yeah, nailed it. That dude. It looks yeah. like
2: the... Um, just missing the tree in the middle. Yeah, that's it. But and the lightning That, that would be strike. the middle of the road. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't <laughs> want a no. tree in the middle of the road. <laughs> uh, very c- congratulations, Ashley.
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome photo. Check them all out. They're so good on our Instagram page and our Facebook page right now. Roads was the theme for this week's Instagram pick of the week. Well done. Fifty bucks to spend a Bay Park photo. They are the camera accessory specialist. If they don't have it, they can order it. Next week's theme we're doing um rare. Uh, I don't know. We spoke
2: about a lot of re- themes this week. Yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> going down the limb unique here. Unique
2: trees? Was that it? No, no. no.
0: Uh, un- uh, oh. Un- unique
2: local places. There we go. Thank you. There we got we there go. in the
0: end. Unique local places we're going to. We've for. got about 10
2: themes like, lined up, so it us just pick one. Yeah.
0: We got there in the end. <laughs>
2: yeah, unique you picked local the right places. One
0: out of our list. Because we
2: we're talking about uh, Wallabadar Rock.
0: Yeah. Yes. Very cool. The second largest monolith in Australia behind cool Uluru. It's on
2: private property, though. Uh, if you own the property, we would love to go see it. Yes,
0: yes, we'll give you mentions on air. Yes, won't we, Nikki, our boss? Of course we will. <laughs> yes, sell the station. Um, and you can get more details about Wallabadah Rock on our website uh, the, as well. If eh, it's been a long day, it's been a long week. Yep. And I had twenty-four hours, hours without coffee. Had. Yep. FM99.com.au's got all the details. Our Instagram pick of the week. Thanks so much, Bay Park Photos. I'd walk up Wallabadar Rock while listening to this. Good luck from Imagine Dragons, On Top of the World.